With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Games. We search the web to make sure we have the lowest prices. And remember, CampingSurvival.com is 100% USMC veteran owned. Do business with the authority on survival since 1956. CampingSurvival.com. Want more savings? Use coupon code GCN at checkout for a 5% discount. CampingSurvival.com. Confidence born of preparation. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. KCAA Loma Linda. I'm Brett Malik with this AM 1050 News Update. Investigators say a cluster of fire burning in and below the Cajon Pass are not suspicious in nature. Crews launched a fierce air and ground assault when the flames broke out around 3 p.m. Wednesday. The largest fire tore through 10 acres of vegetation near Kenwood Boulevard and was expected to be fully contained sometime today. Two smaller fires burned about a half an acre each higher in the pass. No injuries were reported, but the flames tore through two structures. Evacuations have been lifted in the lower Coachella Valley after a severe rainstorm flooded the area, prompting a local state of emergency. Roughly five inches of rain overwhelmed mobile home parks in Mecca, Oasis, and Thermal last Tuesday, causing sewage ponds to overflow. Riverside County health officials say the water is now safe to drink. An emergency shelter set up at the school in Thermal has been closed. Now, the latest from Inland Empire News Radio. I'm Jim Ness. A ferocious air and ground assault quickly sidelined three fires in and below the Cajon Pass Wednesday. Cal Fire's Bill Peters sent the largest flare near Kenwood Boulevard, but damage was kept to a minimum. And then, you know, this year, because of the dry conditions, we are just kind of rolling extra, you know, to get here to try to knock these fires down quick so they can't get established. And that's what we saw today, just excellent work. Very rapid work uh, by the firefighters. Some residents fled their homes for the only casualties were an outbuilding and a barn. Higher up in the Cajon Pass, two other spot fires were quickly doused. All started next to the I-15 and were said to be accidental. Life's getting back to normal in the lower Coachella Valley after a torrential rainstorm inundated mobile home parks in Mecca, Oasis, and Thermal. A temporary shelter has been closed and evacuations lifted. Riverside County Health Department spokesman Jose Arbano said no bacteria has been found in the drinking water. No indications that there are any health-related problems associated with the flooding or the water or the loss of electricity. The five-inch rainstorm back on September 11th disabled drinking water wells and sewage ponds overflowed. A local state of emergency was declared. A gang task force has made 22 arrests in the Hemet San Jacinto area. Most of the charges involve weapons and drug violations. All of the firearms were found to be in the possession of documented gang members. 
New survey of California voters finds the Democratic ticket of Obama and Biden running 24 points ahead of the GOP ticket of Romney and Ryan. California's assessments of the job Obama is doing as president are now higher than at any time in the last three years. While not as wicked as its predecessor at the box office, Resident Evil Retribution claimed the top spot at the theaters this week. My name is Alice. Alice, how nice to see you again. What the hell is going on here? We have you under our control. They used me to perfect the virus. Everyone I've ever known. Everything I've ever done is being used against me. Nemo, meanwhile, earned raves from most critics. It took second place. Analysts say that film could collect more than $60 million by the end of its run. This is Inland Empire News Radio. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Steve Norris. Clear skies in 68 for the morning and then this afternoon sunny in 99. We drop to 69 Friday night under clear skies. Saturday start your week out with sunshine and 97. Great weekend. Fair skies in 68 Saturday night and more sunshine on Sunday with a high of 95. Monday we're looking at lots of sun and just a little cooler. The high will be around 88. Well, that's your weather forecast for this hour from the station that leaves no listener behind. NBC News Radio, AM 1050, KCAA. A 17-year-old would-be carjacker is in jail after a man nearly three times his senior wrestled him to the ground and called police. The incident happened Wednesday morning outside a Mexican food restaurant in Fontana. Police say the 51-year-old man was sitting in his Honda Accord with a co-worker when the suspect approached him, claiming to be armed. A struggle ensued, but the man was able to hold the teen until officers arrived. The suspect was arrested on attempted carjacking charges. You're up to date. I'm Brett Malik on the Inland Talk Express in your radio home for University of Redlands Bulldogs football. AM 1050 and KCAARadio.com. With your host, Barry Lynn. All right, and welcome to today's edition of Culture Shocks. This is Barry Lynn. By the way, in the second half of the program, we are going to be talking about math education. Maybe one of the groups that ought to be better math-oriented and educated would be, oh, let's see, the United States Congress. Maybe both parties, in fact, they ought to be able to understand what happens with dollars and cents and millions and billions and trillions. Uh, maybe we'll send everybody a copy of uh, at least a link uh, to that book. But we start uh, with the author of a new book called The Party is Over, How Republicans Went Crazy, Democrats Became Useless, and the Middle Class Got Shafted. He's Mike Lofgren. He spent 20 uh, eight years working on the staff of Congress. The last 16 is a senior analyst on the House and Senate Budget Committees. Mike, thanks for being with us. Good to be here. 
All right, uh, right here on page 189 of your fine book uh, is a quote from Huey P. Long, of course, who was the 40th governor of the state of Louisiana. He also served in the Senate. He was giving a speech for the re-election of fellow Senator Hattie Carraway in 1932. Here's what he said. They've got a set of Republican waiters on one side and a set of Democratic waiters on the other side, but no matter which set of waiters brings you the dish, the legislative grub is all prepared in the same Wall Street kitchen. Why, he could have said that just yesterday. But really, Mike, if it's all about Wall Street money, we the people cannot match their money. Are we doomed? Uh, we're not doomed, but it's pretty late in the day. I do think the uh, good thing is the Supreme Court's decision was so stark and egregious that a lot of people are waking up uh, to the situation that their uh, government has been basically taken away from them. And I've had a pretty good reception to my book. It strikes a chord that people know something is wrong. One of the things that you, you suggest in the book, of course, not just that the Republicans went crazy, we frequently have discussed that on this program, but also there's a kind of uselessness to the Democrats. One example, the Democrats in the Senate, uh, not generally supporting of any, anything that Rand Paul did, but he, he does occasionally have some good ideas. In the defense bill in 2011, he wanted to end the 2002 authorization of the use of force in Iraq. Uh, most Democrats voted, even if they thought they were against the war, they refused to vote for Rand Paul's amendment, which could, in theory at least, have saved a lot of money. Uh, what's wrong with Democrats? Um, I think since the early 90s, they became uh, the party of me too, but slightly less, <laughs> whether it's in terms of mm. corporate donations or uh, signing egregious trade deals, or going to war. Uh, I recall the, the Rand Paul uh, uh, amendment quite vividly because President Obama ran on the platform, appealed to his base yeah. that, I'm going to get our troops out of Iraq. Well, right around the time the uh, defense authorization bill was uh, going through the Senate, was the very month that the final troops were being withdrawn. Mm. And Rand Paul simply said, okay, yep. if we're out of there, let's declare hostilities over. That's what we're yep. supposed to do. Yes, it is. And that wasn't enough. Um, so a majority of Democrats voted uh, against his amendment, and the uh, chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee, Carl Levin, made the kind of ridiculous statement that this would somehow tie commanders' hands in the field. Well, how if they're not in the country anymore? Yeah, well, we, we got a few people over there and wouldn't want to tie them up. But, yeah, it is. Uh, it was, because Carl Levin, I mean, uh, you worked in the Senate a long time. I mean, certainly Carl Levin is uh, one of the brighter lights there, uh, not so bright on this one. Let's. I don't want to beat up on everybody in the administration, but I do want you to tell, tell a little bit more about this kind of 
the sense of uselessness in the Democratic Party. Tim Geithner, who certainly didn't, shall we say, uh, help much with the 2008 meltdown, in fact, uh, contributed mightily to it. While he is in office for, as Barack Obama's uh, go-to guy on the budget, he rejects a proposal to limit AIG, the big insurance company's lo- uh, payments, of $218 million, that's only with an M, but it's a lot of money, uh, to its executives after it gets its bailout money. He fights against that. What Democrat from, you know, uh, let's look at the heyday, look at the Roosevelt administration, who in the heck would allow Tim Geithner to even be in this office, much less fight to retain executive salaries in a company that we bailed out? Uh, I think he's a slightly younger, more hirsute version of Hank Paulson, yeah. his predecessor at yeah. Treasury. But but why in this, I think we still, I mean, nobody's abdicated. I think we still had at the time a, a, a Democratic president, vice president. Why is Tim Geithner there? Uh, maybe he's Wall Street's errand boy or the administration's errand boy to Wall Street. And... Uh, it's no coincidence that he's proposing policies such as you mentioned, because uh, if we cut off the um, the Wall Street moguls, they'll cut us off. In other words, cut us off from campaign contributions and launch uh, an editorial campaign in the uh, pages of the Wall Street Journal that... Uh, Washington has gone Bolshevik because it demands <laughs> accountability from people who got bailed out. Yeah, virtual Stalinism uh, right there in front of us, uh, and a little Hitlerian uh, added to it. Yeah, I mean, the rhetoric is something, and you have a whole section in the book that talks about the media and also talks about something I really want to focus on, this growing anti-intellectualism in the country. Now, conveniently, over the past weekend, when Paul Ryan was named to be on the ticket with Milt Romney, all of a sudden, all these conservatives are writing about how Paul Ryan is an intellectual. So is it okay to be an intellectual uh, if you're Paul Ryan? The last time people on the right talked about this great intellectual uh, was Robert Bork, who is an advisor now on judicial matters to Mitt Romney. He was considered, and, and even liberals would say this, oh, well, Robert Bork is brilliant, but then they'd always go on and admit that he's always wrong. I, I've never understood how you can be brilliant and always wrong. So, Paul Ryan, it's okay to be an intellectual. The rest of us had better dumb everything down. Is that where we've come? Uh, it seems to be the case. And, uh, you know, I'll give Paul Ryan credit for his intellectual pretensions <laughs> and his honesty. Uh, some of these guys might not be smart enough to, to write a budget, uh, Michelle Bachman thought we should go back to the uh, income tax rates that prevailed during the Reagan administration, and she clearly didn't know that rates were higher then. Right. Paul Ryan, on the other hand, is a smart guy. He lays it out, and you, the voter, can decide whether we want to uh, eliminate Medicare in favor of a voucher that uh, declines in value over mm-hmm. time in return for uh, the wealthy getting a capital gains rate of zero. 
Yeah, that's going to be the debate and uh, intellectual. He lays it out. Yeah, no, he does, and uh, of course, uh, it's the the truth is, it's better than I think, at least. It's better than simply having uh, the president's uh, official campaign committee run that ad featuring Mitt Romney off key singing "America the Beautiful." I mean, if I see that one more time, I may just have to eliminate my non-flat-screen television. I mean, I'm not going to break a flat screen, but I have an old one, because I just can't stand it. Maybe we can start talking about exactly what these competing budgets would look like. We're talking to Mike Lofgren, knows a lot about budgets. For the last 16 years in, in Congress, he worked as a senior analyst on the House and the Senate Budget Committees. Got a ringside seat at looking at a lot of good ideas and a lot of bad ones. When we come back, we'll talk about a few more strange views that are out there in the public. We'll be back. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company has been serving the greater Inland Empire for over 60 years. For all of your printing needs, from full-color printing to high-speed copying and everything in between, go to Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. Their staff is committed to your total satisfaction. Great service isn't just lip service at Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. It's the way they do business year after year. Having trouble finding drafting supplies? Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company still carries a complete selection. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company is rated high in customer satisfaction by ValueStar, an independent rating company. For all of your personal or business printing, call Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company at 909-792-3478. That's 792-3478. Or visit them on New York Street in Redlands off the I-10 and the Crosstown Freeway. Attention dieters, how'd you like to get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat? Now you can. How many more attempts at losing weight are you going to endure before you understand the fact that almost all diets are impossible to stick to? Have you fallen into dieters despair? Now you can receive $1,000 as part of a real-life weight loss program underway from coast to coast. Amazing breakthrough hunger-smashing smoothies are now available to the general public. This hunger-smashing smoothie, called Slenda Lean, allows you to lose weight rapidly and effectively without a doctor's prescription. All participants who get paid $1,000 will be documented proof that this revolutionary hunger-smashing smoothie, Slendaline, outperforms every other diet when used by real people in real life. Call now and get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat. Call 800-417-3445. That's 800-417-3445. Call 800-417-3445. Again, 800-417-3445. Hello, my name is Stephanie Georgiev, and I'm the host of Real Food Empire. But for my day job, I also am an integrative family acupuncturist in San Bernardino County. I specialize in the best of what both Eastern and Western natural medicine has to offer. I use state-of-the-art blood and saliva tests along with the ancient art of traditional Chinese medicine to help you and your loved ones achieve health. Call 909-793-9355 and make that first appointment on your road to recovery.
recovery. My office at the Wellness Loft is located at 112 East Olive Avenue near historic Old Town in Redlands off the 10 Freeway and the Orange Avenue exit. You can check me out at thewellnessloftonline.com or go to my personal website, greenrx.org. I look forward to joining you on your road to recovery. Call 909-793-9355 today for special KCAA listener introductory consultation rates. I look forward to serving you and your family. Has your internet service slowed you down? Do any of these experiences sound familiar? No high-speed internet available? Slow or unreliable connections? Waiting for hours for a simple answer? Unexpected charges to your bill? If your answer is yes, then CyberTime Network Communications has the answer. With CyberTime, you'll receive high-speed internet and data connectivity at the speeds you need. Reliable, experienced, proven, and secure professional service. 24-7 customer care and technical support. No hidden fees or charges. You'll know all the costs in advance. CyberTime is a local, professional, no-nonsense internet service provider with high bandwidth facilities located throughout the Inland Empire. Call today at 909-795-9980. That's 909-795-9980. Call 909-795-9980 for CyberTime. Are you sick of the stock market? Do you wonder when this market turmoil is going to end as it heads up 300 points one day and down 300 the next? Are you analyzing other investment opportunities? Don't just head into this unknown territory blindly. Jim and Lorraine Conaway, hosts of Smart Money Talk Radio, will take you through their step-by-step systematic approach to analyzing investment opportunities and potentially help you discover what choices may be appropriate for your situation. Call 888-266-2929 now to schedule your complimentary consultation Consultation, and you will also receive your complimentary investment evaluator CD. That's 888-266-2929. This is a Smart Money Tip brought to you by Smart Money Talk Radio, hosted by Jim and Lorraine Conaway on KCAA 1050 every Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Securities offered through J.B. Turner & Company, LLC, member SIPC. Investment advice and financial planning offered through J.P. Turner & Company Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. J.P. Turner & Company, LLC, and J.P. Turner & Company Capital Management, LLC are not affiliated with Conaway. Conway and Conway, Inc. Okay, we are back right here on Culture Shocks. I so resisted the temptation, but I am bound by contract not to sing on the air, to sing The Party's Over. The Party is Over. That's the name of the book by Mike Lofgren. He is my guest. Uh, 28 years he worked in Congress, 16 as a senior analyst on the House and Senate Budget Committees. We've been talking a little bit about the balance, uh, the battle of the budgets that we're going to see as Barack Obama and company talk about the Romney-Ryan budget. Romney said this morning he hadn't, uh, I guess he hadn't read every detail, but he, he thought they were kind of on the same page, and eventually they'd figured that out. And we've also been talking about the growing anti-intellectualism. Here, uh, Mike, is something you reminded me of when I was reading the book last night, Herman Cain's ignorant responses about Chinese nuclear weapons. You know, he said, well, the Chinese may get nuclear weapons, which, of course, they have, and his silly uh, comment where he claimed he probably couldn't pronounce Uzbekistan. That didn't dampen his popularity. Even being that ignorant, uh, more than ignorant, being that stupid, didn't, and he goes down in the polls only because of the fabled woman trouble. 
that's got to, that cannot be good. You can say any stupid thing you want. The public loves you. Get in with the wrong woman in the wrong time in the wrong place. You're toast. Yeah, it seems to be the case. Now, I imagine there's a, a certain degree of anti-intellectualism uh, in any country at any time. Uh, Alexis de Tocqueville remarked on it in his Tours of America in the early 19th century. But what statesmen should be doing is tamping down that tendency and saying to people, facts and evidence matter, uh, education is a good thing, get your child educated, unlike Santorum who says, ah, maybe they shouldn't go to college. That's right, they just become atheists. So uh, what these people have been doing, is, uh, along with certain aspects of talk radio, uh, is, uh, is stir people up, incite them, and also reinforce them in their ignorance. Yeah, on a repeated basis. Because if you you know if you look at the Fox News Channel, for example, you look at the topics that they decide are news, which could be by any objective standard be considered uh, oddly askew. But they talk you mean about the war them all on the time. Christmas? Well, yeah, I mean the war on Christmas. I, I spent a year defending the, uh, the fact that there wasn't one, but uh, cheer up, uh, you know, Bill O'Reilly will still find it. Uh, cable television, talk radio, these are not venues for getting at much of the truth. Neither are a lot of these ideological groups that are tax-exempt. Now, I, I do want to be careful here because, I, among other things, I do run a tax-exempt organization. Uh, I believe that tax-exempt organizations, within reason, ought to be talking about their issues. If they care about immigration, they ought to be putting that out, and they ought to be invited on programs, and they ought to talk about it from their perspective. But how, how could we protect that kind of of a dialogue and still dismantle Grover Norquist's Americans for Tax Reform, which, uh, you know, is about as charitable as uh, picking the pocket of, uh, I don't know, your grandmother. Yeah, I, the thing is, I think we know it when we see it. <laughs> and after the Supreme Court decision in 2010, the Citizens United decision, the, the phoniness of some of these nonprofits has become even more blatant to the point where now they organize under what is called 501c4 authority in the Internal Revenue Code. Mm -hmm. And the Internal Revenue calls these organizations social welfare organizations. Yeah. Now, I don't think Carl Rove is particularly interested in promoting social <laughs> welfare. No, not What it is is a front for anonymous donations to campaigns. Of course. And they're not supposed to be coordinated, but, oh, my goodness, uh, that, of course, is purely mythological. If you think there's no coordination, and I'd have to blame both parties for this, uh, then you probably believe that unicorns are real and probably were on Noah's Ark. So how about this one, though? Here, Mike, is the one thing that does worry me. When you, you say in the book uh, your, your goal or a good goal, a way out of this, is to get all private money out of our public elections, there are plenty of people, and I have to say I go back and forth on this myself, that says if we, if we evened the playing field, incumbents would 
be reelected even more easily than they are now because in so many races, if you look at the money put in, the only time the incumbent gets beaten, not always, but most of the time, it's because the other guy or gal spent more money. Uh, there are other remedies for that, such as um, you know, ha- having less gerrymandered districts yeah. so that some guy couldn't... Uh, you know, basically own his district for 30 or 40 years uh, because you'd, you'd get a, a less polarized uh, electorate within the district and there would be uh, more of a chance at competition. How about if the mass media, you know, I'm a big fan of the fairness doctrine. I didn't think, even though I'm pretty much a pure civil libertarian, I didn't think that that was a violation of anybody's First Amendment rights. All it said was if there's an issue of controversy in the local community, you had to be willing to present multiple sides of of that controversy. Right-wingers now hate it. It's gone. Of course, the FCC doesn't uh, have the power to enforce it. But at least it would give people a chance to hear an alternate viewpoint on what is, after all, the people's spectrum. The electromagnetic spectrum out there belongs to us, not to the company that happens to control a piece of it. That's absolutely right. Uh, However, increasingly, Congress has treated the spectrum as if it's something just to be auctioned off to private interests. There's that aspect. And I think the, the fairness doctrine would get you uh, away from this conundrum of uh, are we throttling free speech. Yep. Um, as well, I think the broadcasters should be obliged to give a reasonable but certainly yep. limited amount of time, a lot less time than are, <laughs> is being taken by campaign ads now. Yes. Within a reasonable period, campaigning period like Labor Day to Election Day, to allow both candidates or all candidates of a uh, for a seat or or any political position to air their views, and they all get equal time. Mm-hmm. Nobody is advantaged. Yep, that would certainly be uh, a positive step forward. And the alternative, maybe in the interim, uh, is literally just don't believe a single ad that is for a politician. I mean, honestly, I, I have to say this, Mike, I don't believe anything in any ad, even people I like, unless I know the veracity of its claims has been independently verified by me. Is that okay? Uh, that is a good guide to go by. Well, listen. Uh, I happen to live in a swing yeah. state, Virginia, and yeah. we are getting inundated oh, of with course. ads. It's oh, sickening. No, it, it, it is. It is. It's profitable, though, for uh, uh, certain networks and local stations. The Party's Over. That's the name of the book we've been talking about. Mike Lofgren's been my guest. I want to thank Mike for being with us. When we come back, we're going to look again at that uh, issue of math, as something members of Congress really should have learned back in elementary school. We'll be back. Attention dieters! How'd you like to get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat? Now you can. How many more attempts at losing weight are you going to endure before you understand the fact that almost all diets are impossible to stick to? Have you fallen into dieters' despair? Now you can receive $1,000 as part of a real-life weight loss program underway from coast to coast. Amazing breakthrough hunger-smashing smoothies are now available to the general public. This hunger-smashing smoothie called Slendaline allows you to lose weight 
weight rapidly and effectively without a doctor's prescription. All participants who get paid $1,000 will be documented proof that this revolutionary hunger-smashing smoothie, Slendaline, outperforms every other diet when used by real people in real life. Call now and get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat. Call 800-417-3445. That's 800-417-3445. Call 800-417-3445. Again, 800-417-3445. Hello, my name is Stephanie Georgiev, and I'm the host of Real Food Empire. But for my day job, I also am an integrative family acupuncturist in San Bernardino County. I specialize in the best of what both Eastern and Western natural medicine has to offer. I use state-of-the-art blood and saliva tests along with the ancient art of traditional Chinese medicine to help you and your loved ones achieve health. Call 909-793-9355 and make that first appointment on your road to recovery. My office at the Wellness Loft is located at 112 East Olive Avenue near historic Old Town in Redlands off the 10 Freeway and the Orange Avenue exit. You can check me out at thewellnessloftonline.com or go to my personal website, greenrx.org. I look forward to joining you on your road to recovery. Call 909-793-9355 today for special KCAA listener introductory consultation rates. I look forward to serving you and your family. That's the sound of your door being kicked in by an intruder with a single kick. That's the sound of the same door now protected by the Door Sentinel at MySafeDoor.com. Go to MySafeDoor.com right now and watch the amazing video. At MySafeDoor.com, you'll learn how to turn your home into a fortress with the Door Sentinel. 16 kicks later... And the Door Sentinel is still holding strong. MySafeDoor.com. That's MySafeDoor.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Now at DeseretFoodStore.com, sign up for a one-month supply of delicious food for only $99 with free shipping. That's right, only $99. Gourmet restaurant-style meals with a 30-year shelf life. Packaged in heavy-duty Mylar bags for easy transport and freshness. Meals like stroganoff, lasagna, teriyaki, five-bean chili, granola pancakes, and much more. Visit DeseretFoodStore.com, spelled D-E-S-E-R-E-T, FoodStore.com, or call 801-444-1444. Food for now, food for life. In a coming-apart world, you need something to keep it tied together. That something is Atwood Rope, the highest quality rope made in the USA from exotic braids for military, rescue, arborists, shipyards, tow line, or boating. Quality rope at affordable prices you and your customers can depend on. Find a dealer or shop online at atwoodrope.net. Enter promo code RADIO to receive 100 feet of 550 paracord free with purchase. Atwood Rope, working to keep the world tied together. 
Let's keep preparedness simple. Do you need stuff for disasters? Of course you do. For over 15 years, DisasterStuff.com has, well, stuff for disasters. See? Easy to remember. DisasterStuff.com. Want free shipping on a new Berkey water filter? DisasterStuff.com is the official Berkey in-stock shipping center. Lots of folks want an EMP Faraday bag to protect sensitive electronics during a solar or nuclear event. Now for a limited time, all survival gear purchases over $75 include a free 8 by 8 inch EMP Faraday bag. Just enter promo code EMP bag when you check out at disasterstuff.com. We're also a country living grain mill authorized dealer. Plus, we offer freeze dried foods by Alpine Air and Wise Foods. We also carry emergency kits, survival seeds, and much more. Preparedness should be simple, and it is. Just remember disasterstuff.com. Freedom through self reliance and personal responsibility. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. All right, we are back right here on Culture Shocks. I'm your host, uh, Barry Lynn. And as promised, we are switching gears away from uh, what's good, bad, and ugly about the budget, mainly ugly, uh, into, uh, well, something that might, and I say this only part, tongue-in-cheek, might benefit from uh, the work of my next guest. He's Professor David E. Drew. He's the author of the new book, Stem the Tide, Reforming Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math, Math Education in America. Uh, Professor Drew is a professor, former dean at the Claremont Graduate University, and uh, welcome to the show, Professor. Thank you. It's good to be here. Let me ask you this. Is there something particularly difficult about getting students intrigued by science and math? I mean, is it more difficult than getting them engaged with history or English? No. Uh, In fact, I did some work years ago with Carl Sagan, the astronomer. Right. And one of the things we were looking at was that Youngsters enter kindergarten and first grade, and they're fascinated by science in particular, but by math and science. They have all kinds of questions. They enjoy it. And the sad truth is he and I had both observed that as the years go by and as they get through second, third grade, and on into middle school, their interest in math and science decreases. And hmm. really, I think that's because we're not teaching it well. How, do, how would you characterize how we teach math, for example, something my daughter, when she was in elementary school, was really into, uh, she, but she's not a mathematician today. She's a lawyer, um, which is okay. Uh, but what's fundamentally wrong when that child goes to first grade, starts to learn about numbers, that is lost by third or fourth grade? A couple of things. One is that many people who choose to be elementary school teachers, as dedicated and hardworking as they are, many of them have avoided math in college. In fact, I will hear about people who say, you know, for that major math is required, and instead I'm going to become a teacher. Hmm. Well, think about the students of of the person who makes that choice. Um, A more fundamental problem is that there are too many people who understand math well and become teachers, 
don't really know how to engage a student who doesn't get it. Uh, mm. Basically, those teachers who are not what I would call excellent teachers, and I have great respect for teachers, those teachers have the approach, this stuff is difficult. Only a few of the really smart students are going to get it. Huh. I can't save the others. That's wow. totally wrong. Yeah. Every one of those statements is wrong. That's the opposite of being an educator. Is there an additional layer uh, to this where young girls and minorities are subtly or maybe not so subtly steered away from math and science? Uh, yes. I write about this at length in my book. That, to my way of thinking, this has been the most serious barrier between where we are now, where we have been, and where we should be, where a situation in which every student masters math and science at least through high school. And the problem is a false assumption that certain students just aren't smart enough. And there are some people, even teachers and counselors, and occasionally even parents, hmm. who believe, well, she's a girl, she really shouldn't go into math. Or he grew up in poverty, he's not going to be able to learn this. Or this is an African-American or a Latino student, and they're not as smart as white students and Asian students, wow. which is completely false. Sure. But if, but if people believe that, and I write at length about this, and I write about programs that fix this problem, if people believe that, then it, it, be, it has a very destructive effect, particularly the most pernicious form of this is when the student begins to believe well, you know, I'm a girl. Girls can't do math. I won't be able to do math. Exactly. Well, you know, uh, to go back to my own daughter, I mean, at the same time that uh, she enjoyed math, she did enjoy writing. And even as a very little kid, she would write these fascinating, fantastical stories, and everybody would praise them. We, the good parents, we thought we were, I, I think we were, uh, we'd praise both. But when she'd go to school, the praise would just be, what a great writer you are. And and she just gradually lost interest in math. It's not, I mean, it, it has the same result. It's not pernicious, maybe, but it has the same result. Oh, it, yes, it, it's a, a more subtle but nonetheless strong form of discouragement. And it's ridiculous. Um, you don't know how many adults I meet. Oh, a month ago I was meeting with the president of a college. And while waiting to meet with that person, I was talking with her assistant, a very capable woman. Mm -hmm. And she knew about my book, and she said, you know, I was really interested in math until I took the first calculus course, and I got so discouraged, I changed career goals. Wow. It happens over and over again, but you've put your finger on it. Math is the critical link, and math is often taught poorly. And, and uh, my hat is off to the excellent teachers who do a good job of teaching math. You know, sometimes you'll hear a teacher say, I don't know, I taught him the material, but he didn't learn it. Uh -huh. As far as I'm concerned, if the student didn't learn it, you didn't teach it. <laughs> exactly. Now, you say there are programs that get over some of these barriers. You write about some of them in the book. And also this barrier, another one that, that rises uh, to the top of the heap of excuses. Well, we have computers to do all that. Um, the computers can't train your brain how to wrap itself around a complicated problem. 
one of the benefits of learning algebra, people sometimes say, right. why should I learn algebra? I won't use it in my work. First of all, you don't know what you're going to use in your work. Um, all jobs have changed considerably in an information-based age, even factory jobs. Secondly, people change careers uh, frequently over sure. the course of a lifetime. Uh, but third, learning mathematics uh, helps uh, develop neurons and neural connections that those things are useful when you're making quick decisions about something else entirely. So in other words, the, the, the basic pathways that you're using to look at an algebra uh, equation and figure it out and interpret it and understand it might be also used in another learning environment to learn something entirely different and perhaps not even mathematical. Correct. Correct. What um, is there, are there schools that you visit where teachers have been taught to teach math correctly? Yes. Um, I write about a number of success stories in my book. Um, by the way, in the book I lay out the problems very starkly, yes. totally realistic approach, but it's fundamentally an optimistic book because I, I present strategies for reforming the system and I give examples of success stories. Mm -hmm. um, some of the schools I discuss are schools of... Some of the, they've been labeled 90-90-90. Yeah. 90% uh, impoverished students, 90% uh, underrepresented minority students, and 90% high-achieving students. And I look at what works there. I also look at programs that have worked to close the achievement gap. And, um, and I've worked with a number of those um, institutions that are trying to do that. For example, a colleague, Marty Bonsang, and mm. I, have for a dozen years now worked with a consortium of colleges and universities in Houston. They received funding from the National Science Foundation. They said we want to broaden participation in STEM, mm -hmm. make sure that girls participate as much as boys, right. make sure that underrepresented minority students participate. And they set themselves a really lofty goal. They said we're going to try in five years to double the number of underrepresented minority students yeah. who get bachelor's degrees in STEM. And they did it. And they did it, and they succeeded. That's the point. There are answers. We'll be back with Dr. David Drew, author of STEM the Tide, in a minute, right here on Culture Shocks. I'm Barry Lynn. If you're out of work, underemployed, or just looking for a better job, simply visit the KCAA website at www.kcaaradio.com and click on the link located in the upper left called Inland Empire Jobs. This link takes you to a new KCAA webpage which lists hundreds of job opportunities in the Inland Empire. Listings are updated as often as every 10 minutes. Go to kcaaradio.com. This is another valuable service provided by KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listener or job seeker behind. Looking to save up to 50% on home improvement materials? Stop by the Habitat for Humanity Restore in Redlands, your discount home improvement store. We sell home goods such as furniture, appliances, building materials, and tools at a fraction of the retail cost. And all the proceeds help fund the construction of Habitat homes within the community. We're just off the Mountain View exit on the 10 freeway. Call us at 909-799-6738. 
or go to www.habitatforhumanity.net. The resource gladly accepts donations and is always looking for volunteers. Attention dieters, how do you like to get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat? Now you can. How many more attempts at losing weight are you going to endure before you understand the fact that almost all diets are impossible to stick to? Have you fallen into dieters despair? Now you can receive $1,000 as part of a real-life weight loss program underway from coast to coast. Amazing breakthrough hunger-smashing smoothies are now available to the general public. This hunger-smashing smoothie called Slendaline allows you to lose weight rapidly and effectively without a doctor's prescription. All participants who get paid $1,000 will be documented proof that this revolutionary hunger-smashing smoothie, Slendaline, outperforms every other diet when used by real people in real life. Call now and get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat. Call 800-417-3445. That's 800-417-3445. Call 800-417-3445. Again, 800-417-3445. Hello, my name is Stephanie Georgieff, and I'm the host of Real Food Empire. But for my day job, I also am an integrative family acupuncturist in San Bernardino County. I specialize in the best of what both Eastern and Western natural medicine has to offer. I use state-of-the-art blood and saliva tests along with the ancient art of traditional Chinese medicine to help you and your loved ones achieve health. Call 909-793-9355 and make that first appointment on your road to recovery. My office at the Wellness Loft is located at 112 East Olive Avenue near historic Old Town in Redlands off the 10 Freeway and the Orange Avenue exit. You can check me out at thewellnesslofteonline.com or go to my personal website greenrx.org. I look forward to joining you on your road to recovery. Call 909-793-9355 today for special KCAA listener introductory consultation rates. I look forward to serving you and your family. Has your internet service slowed you down? Do any of these experiences sound familiar? No high-speed internet available? Slow or unreliable connections? Waiting for hours for a simple answer? Unexpected charges to your bill? If your answer is yes, then CyberTime Network Communications has the answer. With CyberTime, you'll receive high-speed internet and data connectivity at the speeds you need. Reliable, experienced, proven, and secure professional service. 24-7 customer care and technical support. No hidden fees or charges. You'll know all the costs in advance. CyberTime is a local, professional, no-nonsense internet service provider with high bandwidth facilities located throughout the Inland Empire. Call today at 909-795-9980. That's 909-795-9980. Call 909-795-9980 for CyberTime. Are you sick of the stock market? Do you wonder when this market turmoil is going to end as it heads up 300 points one day and down 300 the next? Are you analyzing other investment opportunities? Don't just head into this unknown territory blindly. Jim and Lorraine Conaway, hosts of Smart Money Talk Radio, will take you through their step-by-step systematic approach to analyzing investment opportunities and potentially help you discover what choices may be appropriate for your situation. Call 888-266-2929 now to schedule your complimentary consultation 
consultation, and you will also receive your complimentary investment evaluator CD. That's 888-266-2929. This is a Smart Money Tip brought to you by Smart Money Talk Radio, hosted by Jim and Lorraine Conaway on KCAA 1050 every Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Securities offered through J.B. Turner & Company, LLC, member SIPC. Investment advice and financial planning offered through J.P. Turner & Company Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. J.P. Turner & Company, LLC, and J.P. Turner & Company Capital Management, LLC, are not affiliated with Conaway & Conaway, Inc. Now back to Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn on the Genesis Communication Network. Okay, we are back. We continue the conversation with uh, Professor David E. Drew. He's the author of the new book, Stem the Tide, Reforming Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math Education in America. You know, one of the things we try to do on this show is say everything is not hopeless. There are problems. Sometimes you have to explain them very clearly, starkly. That's what we've been doing. But also there are ways in which teachers can, for example, continue to have the natural interest that a lot of young kids have in math and science and continue it, not just for boys who happen to be Asian or Caucasian, but for people including from disadvantaged backgrounds, even if they are, shockingly, girls. You know, Professor, we've been talking about math and some of the success stories, but there's another bigger problem that you talk about in the book as well, and that is how do we get better teachers in a culture that, for example, has not a single television role model who is a teacher. There's no room 222 anymore, the kind of things that you saw in the 60s and 70s. We do have CSI uh, models shown every night, but no schools. We also have a, a tremendously reduced salary for teachers in many parts of the country, particularly in more rural areas. And whenever people want to cut the budget somewhere, They start with, let's look at those teachers and let's look at their pensions and let's, and you know the, you know the drill. How do you get people to want to be a part of a profession that doesn't get the support in the mass media or from their local governments that other entities do? Well, you've identified two of the problems. Lack of role models in the mass media and really insufficient salaries. As you know, our students do poorly when compared with students from other countries, say when our high school students are tested in STEM or math and science. Right. And uh, most of those other countries pay their teachers much more. Uh, I won't spend too much time on that topic because it's become so radioactive. Sure. We could spend three hours arguing about it. (laughs) But I I have to say it, and you mentioned it as well. But there's more that we can do. Uh, and that was what your question was about. Right. For one thing, we can try to attract young people. I'm involved with several programs to point out to uh, people in college uh, who are majoring in math and science that teaching can be an attractive career for them and a very rewarding career. Uh, but, you know, the fundamental issue isn't recruiting new people into teaching. The fundamental issue is keeping them in teaching. Exactly, retaining them, absolutely. More than uh, about 50% of new teachers drop out of the profession in the first five years. Wow. 
It's uh-huh. low paying. It's high stress. Uh, it requires a lot of intellectual and emotional energy every day. So one leverage point is the focus on keeping teachers in the profession, and that's something that uh, communities and administrators, uh, principals and superintendents, uh, can make, each can make a contribution um, in terms of uh, providing vehicles through which teachers get to review each other's work, or more than that, to talk with each other about how they're teaching, essentially vehicles for continuous learning, hmm. what we call in the field professional development. In the same way, Professor, that, that teachers who talk to each other and try to develop their skills together uh, makes a difference and increases the likelihood, no guarantee, but the likelihood of being able to retain those teachers. You also talk in the book, Stem the Tide, about research involving how students learn, particularly in math. If you're a loner, if you just go home and try to, quote, do your homework instead of working with others, that also limits the likelihood that you're going to succeed in mathematics. Yes, it does, and you, you've, you've phrased it very nicely. You still can succeed, but it's tougher. And I talk about a program at University of California at Berkeley where they found that many African-American students were flunking calculus. Instead of wringing their hands and, say, uh, and, and saying that this is an intractable problem, they looked at how the students who were um, getting A's, how they were studying, mm. and they created a workshop program to model that kind of studying. It was studying in groups, one. Two, it was studying with high expectations to excel, and uh, those are the two main things. They did extra problems. Uh, the African-American students who entered the workshop program not only did better than the other African-American students, they wound up scoring higher grades than the white students and the Asian students. Very interesting. One example. You know, if if I might say, you hear these political debates about are there untapped oil reserves in this country. (laughs) I don't know about that, but I know that there are vast untapped reserves of talent in this country. Do you know of any research on peer assessment of students, particularly in elementary school or in junior high school, who like math and science, who do well? Uh, are they the subject of ridicule? I mean, some people affirm the, the, the term geek, but, uh, you know, it's a pejorative when, when bullies use it. Or back in the 60s, people used to say, well, he's a brain, and they didn't yeah. mean that in a good way. Is there any of that that factors in, aside from all these innovative programs that are not used in most schools and the attitude of, well, it's hopeless, you know, let's just, let's not even think outside the box. But are, is there peer pressure that's damaging also? Uh, yes. In fact, I, I grew up in a working class community and an additional dimension of the peer pressure is sort of, well, does he think he's better than we are? Mm. Uh, there is that kind of peer pressure. But it's, it's, it appears to me it's less than it used to be. And in fact, among young adults, it's kind of becoming in to be a geek. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there are some very positive changes happening in our society, of basically in, in one way or another, of wider acceptance of people. And those changes are seen most in the younger generation 
and I think they um, they're much less likely to be bullying geeks. But some of that still goes on, and it's a factor. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, go back to the hard math. Uh, I mean, that is to say that the subject of math itself for just a, just a second here. It seems to me that one of the things, whatever one thinks they're learning or not learning based on, you know, taking their second year of algebra in high school or even their first year, it seems that one thing that as a practical matter we desperately need are people who understand statistics because so many people in the public policy arena lie using statistics. Uh, is there an effort at the high school level, as far as you know, to interject uh, statistics into the curriculum, even if it replaces, I don't know, solid geometry? You know, this is a subject dear to my heart. Uh, when I'm not conducting research and writing articles and books, I teach statistics. Really? And I, I think it's extremely valuable I guess I was drawn to it because I enjoy it, but I also think it's extremely valuable. The change is happening in high school, but most of the change that I've seen has been in uh, AP courses, advanced oh, courses. Right. But there's still, if you look at textbooks um, in junior high school and high school, you see statistical concepts introduced. And going back to uh, one of the themes at the beginning of our conversation, Statistics in particular is a form of mathematical analysis that really helps you solve other kinds of problems as an adult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, give, give us an example in case somebody's searching while driving and saying, I wonder what he means. Uh, sure. Um, here, here's an example. In statistical analysis, when we evaluate programs, say a federal program, Yep. Uh, we sometimes use uh, what are called quasi-experimental controls. Mm -hmm. These will just be uh, you know, un yep. terms to people, but I'll get to the point in a minute. Right. Um, and we uh, employ what are called covariates to control for uh, selection effects. Uh -huh. but the basic idea is this. If you're comparing two groups and one group did better, yep. you've got to make sure that they didn't differ before you introduced the and yep. that applies, and you'll read an article in the newspaper yep. that says um, married people um, are healthier in certain respects than unmarried. And but before you draw the conclusion that, therefore, everybody yep. should get married tomorrow, you have to ask, well, are the people who are more uh, likely to be married exactly. the kinds of people who would have done that anyway? Exactly. Those, that's a perfect example. Sadly, we're out of time to talk math today, but that does it for today's edition of Culture Shock. I'm Barry Lynn. We'll talk again. This edition of Culture Shocks has been produced by Diane Robinson, engineered by Dwayne Davis, and the Genesis Communication Network technical staff. Visit us online at cultureshocks.com. KCAA Loma Linda. I'm Brett Malik with this AM 1050 News Update. Investigators say a cluster of fire burning in and below the Cajon Pass are not suspicious in nature. 
Crews launched a fierce air and ground assault when the flames broke out around 3 p.m. Wednesday. The largest fire tore through 10 acres of vegetation near Kenwood Boulevard and was expected to be fully contained sometime today. Two smaller fires burned about a half an acre each higher in the past. No injuries were reported, but the flames tore through two structures. Evacuations have been lifted in the lower Coachella Valley after a severe rainstorm flooded the area, prompting a local state of emergency. Roughly five inches of rain overwhelmed mobile home parks in Mecca, Oasis, and Thermo last Tuesday, causing sewage ponds to overflow. Riverside County health officials say the water is now safe to drink. An emergency shelter set up at the school in Thermo has been closed. Now, the latest from Inland Empire News Radio. I'm Jim Pence. A ferocious air and ground assault quickly sidelined three fires in and below the Cajon Pass Wednesday. Cal Fire's Bill Peters sent the largest flare near Kenwood Boulevard, but damage was kept to a minimum. And then, you know, this year, because of the dry conditions, we are just kind of rolling extra, you know, to get here to try to knock these fires down quick so they can't get established. And that's what we saw today, just excellent work. Very rapid work uh, by the firefighters. Some residents fled their homes, for the only casualties were an outbuilding and a barn. Higher up in the Cajon Pass, two other spot fires were quickly doused. All started next to the I-50. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.